your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. VGK versus the Sens preview, the 20-game checkpoint, and locks of the night. It's all ahead, plus our prediction for tonight's game. Hi again, everyone. I'm Tony Cardasco, along with Chris Golick. You can find us on Twitter, at TDChrisG. That's him. I'm at Tony Dasco, at LockdownVGK. And please subscribe. By all means, we'd be very thankful, because it is the thankful season, uh, to our YouTube channel, Lockdown Golden Knights. So it was the game, right, Chris, that Mark Stone said we let them off the hook. This was back on November the 3rd, VGK building that 5-1 to advantage early, and then they hung on to defeat the Senators uh, back there in Ottawa, and it was a 5-4 to final. So tonight we probably, you know, last time VGK came off the road after that five-game road swing, we saw the big letdown. Probably won't happen tonight behind the home fans if they get up 5-1. to I feel like they're going to breeze to victory. But I personally would like to see, Chris, the return of defense for the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, defense at home hasn't been an issue. Defense on the road has been an issue. And I'm curious what the home road split is. Um, I Maybe we'll check that out for another episode. But yeah, the eye test definitely at, at home. We're taking care of business on the road, not certainly the same circumstance. Maybe if there's a line tonight for Ottawa under two and a half goals, maybe that's your uh, maybe that's your betting angle. But yeah, going back to this game, let's look at the box score right now from uh, from the last time they played five to one lead, right? Five to one lead. We're cruising. Everything is good. And then all of a sudden, Claude Giroux in the second tie or gets gets it five to two. OK, a little bit of hope. And then Stutzla right at the start of the period. Gives them even more hope. And then the VGK has to survive the final two and a half minutes of the game, trying not to give up the tying goal. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of a better analogy. and I can't. So here it goes. Um, this is for all my video gamers out there that have uh, enjoyed playing Mortal Kombat's through the years you know at the end of the at the end when you defeat your opponent you have the option if you type in a uh, sequence of um of buttons of you know whatever you perform a finishing move i'm not going to say the exact thing because i don't want to upset anyone but a move where you um put your opponent in a very bad place and that's kind of the mindset that the vgk needs in a game like this um vgk has had some trouble finishing teams off and you know delivering that fatal blow if you will to get them to a good spot i mean we haven't had a game really besides the arizona game where vgk has just kind of cruised to victory and there's been some opponents in this recent you know stand that haven't exactly uh, been up to VGK standards, I guess you can call it, whether VGK is playing down or Tony is, I think, alluded to other teams playing up because VGK is a marked team, whatever that may be. You know, you go back to this game against Ottawa. This is the, a game tonight where I would love to see VGK right the ship and uh, start, you know, another uh, another nice winning streak. Yeah, it uh, should be a W tonight. We'll get into our predictions later. LT in this game, uh, the first meeting, faced 42 shots. Any chance of flip-flopping the goalies uh, tonight? You, you don't think so? See, no, I, you got to – if you flip-flop the goalies tonight, now it means you're going to go Aiden Hill, Logan Thompson, Aiden Hill. I, I 
don't think that's the plan based on what what this what I'm not saying if, if I think it's the right or wrong thing. I'm simply saying I think Cassidy has a tell sort of speak with uh, what the plan is for Aiden Hill right now. Okay, hear me out. Who has the input into this rotation? Does Kelly McCrimmon have any say? Does anything come from upstairs? Because I'm sure that you want Logan Thompson in front of the home fans, right? That's your top goaltender right now. Don't think that Does matters. Does anyone else have input? No, I'm just asking. Again, when they're back on home ice, do they want their number one goalie to be playing? Because I would, I would go with Hill tonight, and then on Saturday I would go with uh, LT. Uh, just again, maybe just mix it up and maybe make him more fresh. I don't know, but obviously, I think that uh, obviously it'll be probably Logan Thompson. But I'm just wondering who provides that input if there's any more input from upstairs. As far as selling tickets, fan appeal, all that. So a couple things. One, if Hill goes tonight, Hill wouldn't go Saturday because uh, there's a game on Friday. I don't see a path, or I, I don't think back to backs. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they go Hill Thompson Hill. That's the first thing. And last year, I would not be surprised if there was some competitive influencing. I say com- I say competitive with a competitive mind. Uh, perspective because obviously things got a bit weird last year with the goalies and Robin Leonard did get some starts down the stretch before his injury and that was a very um, emotional you know ticking point for the fan base for the locker room for everything and then you go back to that game against the Caps obviously where uh, Robin Leonard was pulled I we, I think we probably talked about I think one of our shows we actually called um, interference from above and I do think there was some discussions, maybe uh, McCrimmon possibly uh, managing uh, the lineup from the press box. And I wonder if McCrimmon can ultimately just, uh, you know, hey, listen, here's how think about Moneyball, the movie Moneyball, right, where all the issues with uh, the general manager and the coach and, you know, the coach puts out his lineup and there is all these pushes and pulls. Um, I could see last season maybe a little bit of that going on. But I think this season, everyone is probably staying in their lane. I mean, listen, we're 15-4-1 right now, so let's not overthink this right now. I think uh, things are going just fine, and I don't believe McCrimmon is involved in that. And as far as selling tickets goes, I think we're still 103%, 104% as far as attendance goes. So there's uh, there's no issues there. We're good. Well, okay, as far as fans showing up to games, I think that's that they would be more likely to show up, of course, if Logan Thompson is uh, your goaltender on fair, home fair. ice. Uh, in that first meeting, Anton Forsberg got chased five goals on 19 shots. Cam Talbot came in, and he played very well. But since then, uh, they've been both struggling. I think um, they've both been at about uh, 90%, 0.909, 904 save percentage uh talbot got chased the game that i was watching the other night against san jose uh three goals on on just seven shots in that game so and in san jose too right yeah in san jose so i think this san jose is playing better though but yeah yeah I, we know that it's fixed of course and that's why they're putting uh the senators in las vegas in i think the second game of a uh, five game road swing uh, six, eleven, and one are the Senators, and they come off of losses to the Devils and to the Sharks. Uh, this will be the second game of a four-game road swing. I stand corrected. Uh, Still fixed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is a, a a game where again, it's a lot of te- a lot of teams in the National Hockey League have all these issues, right? So 
Brady Kachuk yesterday saying, you know, all this negativity from the fans. He must have thought that he was talking to me, uh, you know, in our fan base. Uh, but from him, he said he's not happy with everyone just blasting the team. And the fans are very negative about DJ Smith, uh, the head coach of this team. So they have issues coming in. And this is, again, right where VGK wants an opponent tonight. So a lot of issues happening behind the scenes. They're not playing good hockey. And we want to see the return of VGK. How is that one three one defensive structure working out? On the at home a lot better than on the road. <laughs> Looking at the numbers, I mean, very true. There, there's a complete buy-in right now. And um, while, while we're talking about this, folks, I just tossed on on Twitter. Would love. Oh, Tony's gone. Where, Tony's gone. There he is. We got him back. Okay. Um, I put out our Twitter uh, right before the show started. What What do you feel the biggest strength of the team is, and what do you feel the biggest weakness is? And that might be one of my questions tonight to Coach Cassidy, assuming he's available for the post game presser. Well, more on that later, obviously. Um, but so back to a couple points that Tony made uh, during uh, during his last run there. Uh, the Cam Talbot. Uh, I, I'm not sure what the rotation is for the Senators, or if they even have a rotation given uh, what they're going through right now. But Cam Talbot has had some good uh, history against the VGK back in his days with Minnesota. So I would expect to see Cam Talbot, especially given uh, the fact that we chased uh, their other starter last time and. Back to the situations with the fans and the coach and everything. I, I get Brady Kachuk speaking up and everything, and he is the leader of that team as far as you know the locker room, the on ice, the physical, and just everything that he brings. He's a fantastic player. When your team is six, eleven, and one, especially after you know making some moves, um, Alex Debrinket, correct? Mm-hmm. Alex Debrinket, uh, yeah, Claude, Claude Giroux. I mean, you yeah. got a lot of things happening right there. So that's going to elevate the fans' expectations a little bit. And that Atlantic division got very interesting with the moves that Ottawa made, with the moves that Detroit made, uh, with Buffalo starting to emerge, although Buffalo is slipping a little bit, unfortunately. But then you still got your your powerhouses in Boston and Tampa and Toronto and Florida. So, you know, there's some frustration there watching these other teams dominate the division and seeing your team bring in some high-end talent. you got to have results. Should be an interesting game tonight. And again, we want to see the return of defense for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, speaking of defense, uh, Thomas Chabot should be back tonight. Skated at T-Mobile Arena yesterday uh, with the Senators. The defenseman uh, had that uh, big hit from Travis um, Kachekny. Konechny. 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 Yeah. Konechny. Right. And so he had a concussion. <laughs> he was out with a concussion. He should be back. So anything that helps that lineup right now. I mean, you know, this is um. let's see. Let's uh, when did Ottawa last play? So th- if they practice, they played the same night as VGK uh, Monday. So they practice at T-Mobile on Tuesday. This is Wednesday. Oh, so they're Vegas flu, Vegas flu. They've had a they've had a night in Vegas. They're six, <laughs> 11 and one. Uh, you know, maybe that maybe that angle will play out tonight. Who knows? They've had a couple of nights in Vegas if they came in Monday night late. Late. Where where they play Monday? Was it San Jose? San Jose. Yeah. Oh yeah. They 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 definitely Monday night. Tuesday was probably a rough practice, and I'm sure they were maybe in the the lounge of uh over at the one of the casinos next door, either New York, New York, or probably uh 
probably um, uh, the new, and it's not it's not Monte, Car- Monte Carlo. I'm calling it Monte Carlo. I don't care what it's called. It's the Monte it's Carlo. Park MGM, but okay. Monte Carlo, Monte Carlo. It was so much better as Monte Carlo. The you machines, like it machines were looser. <clears throat> oh, wow. I like old uh, school. I like old school Vegas. I don't, I'm not a big fan of a lot of these new school pish posh uh, boutiques. All right. I'm going to work on my pronunciation of connect me. It might be Konechi. I honestly don't know. I pull his I pull his cards all day long, and I, I'm not lying, folks. So here's here's a funny one, really fast here. So again, my living is opening packs of primarily hockey cards for people. So mm-hmm. hockey, hockey, hockey for my house as far as business goes. And we're playing the Ottawa Senators tonight. They have Tim Stutzla. I probably for eight months called him Stutzel, like a toaster strudel, Stutzel. It's and I was Stutzla. listening to I was listening to probably the Ottawa game actually last time BGK played him and. Oh, Stutzla. Okay. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> That's okay. It just happens, right? Uh, he's got that little two-dot thing over the U. and Okay, all that. Here, carry the one. Yeah, I got you. I got you. So coming up next, we've got a check-in for the 20-game mark for the Vegas Golden Knights. Stay with us. Locked on Golden Knights. Our next partner has a product that we literally use each and every day. And I started to take Athletic Greens because... I didn't have the time in the morning. Of course, here in Vegas, you're always on the run and also wanted to get better sleep. It really helps in making me relax. I've used it for about four months now, and it doesn't taste like it's super healthy. That's kind of a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to taking each and every morning. What is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day off right special blend of ingredients supports your gut health your nervous system your immune system your energy recovery focus and aging all of those things i do take ag with me when i travel helps me to stay healthy and this cold here is because i've been sitting on ice the last few days okay no complaints but i'm broadcasting games on a basketball court there at the Dollar Loan Center. He's complaining. This is not because of Athletic Greens. <laughs> uh, the ice is underneath the basketball court, of course. So anyway, they have over 7,000 five-star reviews. For every purchase, they do donate to organizations helping to get nutritious food for kids in need, which is really super. And that includes No Kid Hungry right here in the U.S. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Once again, athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. And thanks for making us your first listen each and every day podcast free and available wherever you get your podcast please subscribe to the youtube channel lockdown golden knights chris you want to do a check-in on vgk through the first 20 games yeah i'm just kind of going through some stats right now here i was curious about plus minus and things like that but you know there's a series of you know moments in the season when you kind of look in the mirror and uh i'm sure the coaches do it i'm sure the general managers and the owners and just kind of a, a progress report and a status update and 
you know, 15, four and one. Let's certainly not overthink this a whole lot. Um, and like I said, I just put a tweet out there. I'm kind of curious what you all think. And I think I'll bring this up to Coach Cassidy tonight, depending on on the mood of the room. But, you know, biggest strengths, biggest weaknesses. And how are things going as a whole right now? Pretty simple, folks. There's not a whole lot to talk about here. This is a, this is your kid that's kind of getting, you know, straight A's in school right now. But there's one subject where they're maybe, you know, getting like a like a flirting with an a minus type of grade right now and obviously special teams that's something we need to bring up obviously uh the kill and the power play are still i don't believe as highly ranked as they need to be for a team that's going to make a deep run potentially um goaltending i was just looking at uh save percentages and things like that i was kind of curious uh where how things lined up there uh logan thompson was right around um i think nine one and Aiden Hill was a 909 right around their career mark right now. So the goalies are both playing very, very well, making uh I mean VGK has been in every single game this season. Their four losses were one goal losses, with the exception of the Sharks game, which was a series of empty netters at the end of the game. So obviously we hit on this yesterday, and this is gonna be something that's gonna be talked about is that third line. And I'm really curious about that third line when Nick Wah returns, if they go back to uh, our our energy line of Wa Coley and um, and Carrier, or if they make a move with Nick Wa, I'll say this again: I don't think it matters who centers that fourth line as long as they can do well in the faceoff circle and play defense. And I think Brett Howden on the defensive side is a little more has a little more strength than even Nick Wa might. I don't know. Uh, Nick Wa is not a stay at home type of center. He can rush the puck. He can manage a line in the sense that he can create some opportunities for his other forwards and Colasar and Carrier don't need someone to do that just get the puck over the blue line put it in the corner and watch Carrier dig it out and rush it to the net watch Colasar uh, you know put his butt in front of the net and take a puck off the back of his head and score a goal you know however however it goes in whatever they need to do that is certainly uh you know what that fourth line does so far what do you what do you say Tony what's uh Besides William Carlson, what's your biggest weakness right now for VGK? The big, the biggest weakness is just, you know, defense playing offense and giving up goals and the rush, the odd man rush in the other direction. Yeah. And that's a concern still to me. Um, Alex Petrangelo is just playing lights out. Uh, and I was looking at the total number of uh, goals there are points, points for the defense, uh, mm-hmm. 46 46 points for the defense at uh, the 20 game mark. And so that concerns me a little bit, just tightening up uh, that neutral zone defense and the entry uh, into the zone. Um, I saw where Alec Martinez now has 91 block shots, 91 block shots for a guy that was hurt. And you would think he would come back and uh, just would be a little bit, scared or I don't know what, but he just is jumping in front of puck still. Uh, that obviously we have to make mention of that. Jack Eichel, you said you're talking plus minus. He's a plus 15. He's been consistent. He's been there. He's been good. He's been solid. He's the leader of this team. 24 points. I like what Mark Stone has done now the last few games. Perhaps he is back 100% pain free. Uh, back issues we know they come and go too. So um, that back will never be the same. We can tell you that. So, yeah. So I just think uh, it's a concern to me when you have your defensemen pinching like the way that they do on um, the offensive end and trying to score goals. And then 
they get caught up in, in those long rushes. And so I'd like to see them defensively just get a little bit better, um, go back to that defense. And that's probably why they're giving up more goals the last few games, last couple of games, right? Because the defense was bailing out the goaltenders. It was helping them out the way that things are structured with Bruce Cassidy. If that defense does not play well, then and we want some bodies in front of the net and get more deflections in off your back, your noggin, what have you. <laughs> off the camera lens. I'll say that was funny. All right. So looking back here at the plus minus, uh, I, I still think plus minus is an important stat, but there's a too. lot of people that are that are doubting it. And you can see it in basketball and stuff now. Like you've seen over about the last decade, plus minus even coming into, and you can give a, a better analysis if you care to there, but plus minus is a pretty generic stat. And, you know, the, the higher your pluses, the more goals you're out there for. If it's closer to zero or the minus side, the more goals you're giving up. And in, in my opinion, that's important. Plus minus did not factor on special teams as well, which is important. So, you know, it's, it's a pretty good measurable in my opinion. So look at a plus minus right now. Obviously, the top line, uh, Stevie is the worst at a plus 10, Stone's 11, Eichel is plus 15. Now, line two, this is kind of interesting to me. Marcheseau is minus one, Riley Smith is plus five, and then Carlson is plus one. Looking at your third line-ish, I say ish because it's kind of a work in progress, uh, Howden is a plus one, Kessel's a minus one, and then we can look at Cotter and Amadio. Amadio's a minus one, Cotter is... Cotter's a plus four. That's actually noteworthy, I guess. And while we're reviewing this, uh, Will Carey a plus three, Nick Watt plus three, and uh, everyone's favorite, Keegan Colasar, is plus three right now. Plus, no, plus, 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 Tony, line line four is amazing. So if anything, you know, line two, you know, Marchi and Carlson, maybe there's a little bit of a defensive liability on that side if we're going to, you know, split hairs right now about about that second line. Um, in March or so, I don't think we've seen him score a goal, but he's getting assists right now. So again, we're, we're splitting hairs right now. Um, we're, we're, we're splitting hairs right now. And I think it was uh, Owen Krebs that put it up and getting to know him up in the box. Nice guy. But he mentioned uh, his, his tweet today was uh, 15-4-1. What are you all going to complain about today? Right. Uh, I think that's actually true. a great tweet. That is really a fantastic, simple tweet and i'm still working on my tweet game mine are too long i i look at the characters as you should use every character to get your message yeah, out yeah, yeah. instead get, of yeah get, you know, get to some mileage out of that tweet. yeah yes. but you know i gotta work on that and so you know credit to owen for a fantastic tweet and really that's a great point you know 15 4 and 1 there's not a lot to complain about but you know there there is concerns right now and there are i i still will say i do believe there are some troubled waters ahead as the schedule gets better and VGK, you know, Tony's alluded to the schedule and uh, you know, the Pacific being uh, you know, being a pillow right now, as far as how soft it is, it's just not that great of a division through 20 games through 20 games. Um, maybe teams like Edmonton and Cal Gary are doing what we thought VGK would do where, you know, they're out of the gate. They're, you know, 500 ish. They're going to show some flashes and then they're going to go on a run and do just fine as, it progresses. And um, Kelly McCrimmon in his most recent podcast said, you know, that there's a series of checkpoints, right? You want your, I think he said you want the second half to be better than the first half, the playoffs to be better than your second half, kind of stuff like that. And I think you can, you know, chunk that down a little bit into 10 and 20 game checkpoints, which is what we are doing right now. You know, I mean, okay, here's, maybe this is kind of putting, putting both of us on the spot here, but we're the second 10 games 
better than the first 10 games for the VGK as far as just just the eye test. You know, the record is what it is, but at just the eye test. And I feel like in the last 10 games, there's been some exposure, if you will. We've had a couple injuries, you know, every now and then, and uh, line three has slowed down. That's a measurable that we definitely know of right now. So I would say that the team has actually digressed a tiny bit if we're going to go from the first 10 to the second 10. And the record might indicate otherwise, but you you just look at the way the team is on the road versus at home. Uh, You even look at some of the home games recently, you know, a couple of rough losses on home ice to the blues and uh, you know, the, the, our key rival, if you will, the San Jose Sharks. So going into the next 10 games, I think it's very simple is was, did the team play better than the previous 10 games? And I think that's kind of how, we look at the season and then obviously the deeper we get, we can chunk that out into 20 game stretches and ultimately to the playoffs. Stevenson's still my MVP. He's got 19 points through the first 20 games, unsung hero. And I just think everything he does on that ice is just fantastic. He's just one of those guys doesn't get all the splashy headlines. Doesn't do like his gender reveal between periods, you know, (laughs) just a guy. Just a guy that just is a normal, stinking guy. I really like him. No, I'm, I'm with you, Tony. And he was one of the players, you know, that that I selected that might possibly have a slowdown under Cassidy's system. For no rhyme or reason, no analytics behind that statement. It was just simply, you would think someone needs to digress a little bit year over year. You know, it's a new situation. And I obviously thought Carlson would excel. And he hasn't excelled, but I think he's off to a better overall start than the previous couple seasons with DeBoer stats wise stats wise. And obviously we'll see where the dust settles there. So I guess just uh, maybe we'll, we'll kind of put each other on the spot right now. Is there a player on the VGK roster that we feel has digressed year over year? And I think I'll start right away here. I'll give Tony a second to think since I put him on the spot. No, Colesar's excelled, excelled. (laughs) He's on pace for like 14, 15 goals right now. That's huge. You know, a guy um, that's pretty quiet. Uh, a guy that's pretty quiet is Braden McNabb. Quiet, but sitting at a. He's got five assists, which that's fine. He's we'll got, take anything we can get out of him on that side. Yeah, he's a, he's a plus eight, Tony. Yeah, he's no, plus but he's quiet. Right he's a quiet guy. He just kind of he's just there, right? He's again not one of those splashy players. But he'll 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 send you into that he'll he'll send you into the sixth row with someone eating tacos if you're not careful. Um, you know Zach Whitecloud. This, this is someone I've I've always banged the drum about as far as just being a key contributor. Uh, one goal, three assists. He's a plus four right now. I'm sorry, scratch that. He has four points. He is a plus two right now. So if we're going to factor that throughout now to the rest of the season, he's on pace to be roughly a plus eight or so. I don't know if you do the same thing for plus minus as you do for the other stats, but for this conversation, we'll do it like that. And he was over plus 20, I think plus 22 last year on a team that had a much worse goal differential. So is this maybe what you alluded to, Tony, where the defense has taken some chances and, you know, Zach Whitecloud may be getting caught up there a little bit. I don't know. Um, but if I'm, like I said, if I'm going to look at someone that maybe is taking a step back, I'll certainly start there. Um, and that's really, as far as players that have been on the roster year over year, players that have gone backwards. I mean, we can't go this far without mentioning Phil Kessel, even though he was with the coyotes last year, he was on a much stronger point per game clip than he is right now with the VGK as well. Yeah. I still have questions about Kessel. That's who I was going to bring up. Just, I don't know, year over year. 
but I still have uh, some questions about what his contributions are to this team. Again, that third line is struggling, and part of the reason, perhaps lack of chemistry. Okay, it's still early. I want to ask you to grade out Nick Cage, who came in late. He came in late, remember, uh, due to the contract negotiations. We got to sign him. We got to sign him. Oh, and then they finally signed him a couple of days before the start of the season. Oh, uh, I mean, he's on that defensive pairing with White Cloud, so uh-huh. we'll start there. Uh, one, one and four, one and three right now. One goal disallowed earlier in the season, which is semi noteworthy that he was able at least to get. Are one they more are, are they over next. are they overrated? Because you know, a lot of uh, people tend to believe that that's the best third pairing. I mean, uh, are they overrated? People believe they're the best third pairing. I mean. Uh, you know, maybe I go. I'll go back to fifteen, four, and one. I guess I. I don't know. I mean, if we're going to call them the best third pairing and say is that overrating them, I think it's a fair statement. Are they a fantastic third pairing and one of the better ones? Sure. And maybe earlier in the season they were a little better. And like I said, I believe the last ten games were not as good as the first ten games. Um, I, I do want to go back to Phil Kessel. You did mention. What are his contributions? And I think there is an unmeasurable contribution that probably does need to be brought up. Every time he takes the ice, he is setting a new milestone. He is setting a new record. He is a media, even though you don't see him a lot with the media, he is a media magnet in the sense everyone wants to get a piece of him. What's the record? What does it feel like? Uh, How do you keep, you know, all the same questions that he gets. I think there's been now three or four games where he has been recognized for this streak and what we don't know is if the other road teams are recognizing him as he goes to the arena for setting this record it's very common where you know people do like patrick marlowe did get you know recognized for a long time after what he did and i honestly don't know if kessel's getting that but what i'm getting at here is all these other players whether it's jack eichel and your veterans mark stone or you know your younger players in Hague, in white cloud in paul cotter they are watching how he carries himself. They are watching how he prepares every game. I'm not going to make a hot dog comment. I know I know someone's going to make a comment like that, but not for this conversation. Um, every time he takes the ice, it's a milestone. He is a professional's professional in the sense that he shows up to work. He shows up on time. There's no one that has any dirt on him as far as his locker room interactions, as far as him not being a team player. So something like that is something that will help the locker room greatly. And I still stress you're going to get Phil Kessel 1.0 during the season and then Phil Kessel 2.0 when the playoffs start. So that's that's my Kessel conversation for you. Okay, so I just wanted to ask you before we go to a quick break here, uh, how much of Pete DeBoer do we still see in this team, number one? Uh, the sense of urgency, we know that Bruce Cassidy sounded the alarm immediately those two games uh, St. Louis and uh, the Sharks, he was, we need a sense of urgency, right? Sounds the alarm. Uh, the second 20, the second 20, the over under for the longest losing streak, two and a half. Will we see this team lose three consecutive games? For in, in the next 20 or the next 10? Well, we're going to 20 next, games. Well, we did this. Okay, so we're doing 20. Good point. Good point. Uh, will we see? Yes, absolutely. You're going to see a three-game losing streak. It's just just a numbers game. If they don't have a three-game losing streak and they simply are a 500 team for the next 20 games, that's success in my opinion because there is due to be some digression. What was your first question? It was good. I had an answer and I lost it. Uh, how much question? of Pete DeBoer do we yes. see? I just started throwing everything at No, you. no, I like it. This Pete is, this DeBoer, is this the is sense of right urgency, now. all that. 
Um, I think you still see some of Pete DeBoer in this team. I mean, he was the coach for, you know, a, a solid two and a half seasons there. And you, but you see the next level of it. And this goes back to my tweet during, uh, during the Canucks game for the first 30, 25, 35. For the first 35 minutes of that game, it was Pete DeBoer's Golden Knights. It was shots from the perimeter. It was some lazy shots. But you also did see some better shots. You saw some better opportunities. And then all of a sudden, here comes this uh, guy named Jack Eichel, who just creates two remarkable scoring chances. And bang, bang, VGK is off and running. And then, you know, the third period is what it was. So, sure, there is some of Pete DeBoer's system still here. But you have a better additional system, if you will, that's taking this team to the next level. Maybe it's still Pete DeBoer's system with a splash of Jack Eichel. Yeah, we see some of that laziness uh, prevailing from that where there's no bodies in front of the net and things like that. The shots are coming from the outside. They're not quality shots. So mm-hmm. good discussion there. First Definitely. 20 that was good. For, for VGK coming up next, we will have our locks of the night. Don't miss it. Our predictions for tonight's game, VGK versus the Senators. More after this on Locked On Golden Knights. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Someone asked me, why do we have that little pause in there? So we could like insert all the fine commercials to thank our great sponsors. Thanks for making us your first uh, podcast that you listen to every day. We appreciate that. And check out, please, the YouTube channel. It's a lot of fun. Uh, one of our avid listeners I missed one of his tweets. I retweeted it today. Oh, Ray gotcha. Ray gotcha. That's my buddy, Sin City Sports. <laughs> he got you. He got, you. He got, he got you me good. in the fog. No fog because there's no sun this morning. So uh, tell the listeners again uh, that missed it the other day about what the locks of the night is. This is a simple, simple thing, folks. I'm going to take two players. Tony's going to take two players. And then we're going to put a tweet out sometime in the next couple hours asking for suggestions from listeners to take two players. Uh, the only thing we're going to ask is that you don't repeat the players from the previous game. I'll announce who those were. And then uh, we have two points. If your player gets a goal, one point, if your player gets an assist, and this is an ongoing thing all the way until the last game of the season. Hopefully that's game five or six of the Stanley cup final. And we'll see if uh, I'm the winner. We'll see if Tony's the winner, or we'll see if the fam is able to beat the experts because I think somewhere people refer to us as experts. So we, we fooled someone in, along the way. Along so I the guess way. I, yeah. I think I went first last time, Tony. So, well, you started off with two different players from your game on Monday. Okay. I am going to go with Chandler Stevenson because I'm a fanboy. Of, I am. I, I just like this guy. He's so he's so consistent and he shows up every single stinking night. Okay. Enough of that. And Shea Theodore and Shea Theodore. And I had a goal taken off because of a stupid uh, camera lens. I thought it was another puck, but I thought that, that was craziness. But those are my two players, Chandler Stevenson and Shea Theodore. Right, I think I'll, I think I'm going to go chalk tonight because I didn't I didn't go chalk last time. Right, cool. Last week, last yeah, last week I was pet or last game I was Petro and Carly. I wanted to give Tony an opportunity to get a nice lead on me, so <laughs> that's why that's why we did that. But uh, I, I think uh, you were you said you were Stevie and uh, and Theodore. Stevie and Theodore. So let's go. Uh, let's go, Riley. Let's go, Jack Eichel. Let's take one on each line today. Let's okay. take one on each line. I'm going with the chalk. You are a chalkster. Okay. Mean, chalk. <laughs> tonight, tonight, I think we're going to see the return of defense for VGK. I think 
that's going to be the primary point of focus in this contest. Uh, because, again, there's just been too much open ice, too many odd man rushes. I think they're going to get that defensive structure working. I see a low scoring game. Probably it's got to be 3 1, 3 2. That's, yeah, that's I'm, where I'm, I'm actually writing down your picks right now, so I don't uh, so I don't forget. I couldn't find anything to write on right now. The last the last uh, ten games too, I think it or ten games this season, uh, we've seen the Senators give up the first goal of the game. So if VGK gets that first goal, they'll get the second goal before I think they even score. It could be could be two nothing, but I'm going to say three one. I'll say 3-1. yeah. I mean, this is no different than the Coyotes game. This is certainly an opportunity not not to get right, just to you know keep the pedal to the metal and let's see what Cassidy has learned on a game over game basis. Right on the road, uh, you know the team did give up a, 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 a tough lead and was able to hold on. Thankfully, I mean, if they would have lost that game, oh my goodness, we would have had a field day. Unfortunately, um, I definitely think Ottawa only gets one behind LT tonight, assuming that's our goalie. And I, I feel a four to one game. I feel a four to one game right now. Um, all four lines hopefully will be involved. That's the important thing right now. So let's go four one VGK with uh, uh, two goals from uh, on the power play with Eichel and Smith involved. <laughs> okay, what do you think a total in this game might be? Six or six and uh, a half? Six and a half. I'll give me ten seconds. I'll yeah, tell you. Yeah, no, I would definitely would like. Uh, it's got to be the old six and a half and. You know, I would like to take at home, I'm scared of Vegas on as far as um, an over under team on the road. I love Vegas as an over every over every over six and a half. I've been uh, pretty much playing that and then backing it up sometimes with VGK to get a uh, four goals or greater at roughly even money. Uh, we still got time. OK, all right. Hockey, hockey. Yeah, just curious what the total is because yeah, this season, be as you mentioned, and a half. I'd be shocked if it was six. You've talked a lot about the totals being you know, higher this year. And we did catch five and a halfs in the past and six, and now six and a halfs are pretty much the norm. Whoa, Have you seen- I got here, Tony. Seven- I'm cutting you off. I got one for you. First of all, it's six and a half is the over under, and it's a uh, minus 115, minus 105. The grand salami. You ready? Yeah. 96 and a half. I don't, I didn't even explore that, but this would have been a good one 96. to take today. Oh my God! Hey, did VGK push the Grand Salami over with that third period? You know the they night? might have, Tony. <laughs> I was actually tracking it, and there was a big. There was one other game that was going that night. VGK certainly did their part. San Jose. As did it the was Vancouver the San Jose Canucks. game. That was yeah. If uh, we got ten seconds, they, I want to go back. If they both had like seven or eight goals, then I think it definitely did push it over. Give me a. We'll get this in. We still got. We, we had got 90, that. We got like fifty-five seconds. This is great. Plenty of time. Easy ways. But once that that last minute, we lose. Okay, the counter. It's less than a minute. We got to go. Go ahead. All right. Thanks for making Lockdown Golden Knights your first listen. Nexus and make out. Uh, make sure that you not don't make out. Check out. Check out Lockdown Sports today. That podcast. From a man, Chris Golick, do you have it on the way out? Six goals total were scored. It was close. Yeah, six goals. Okay. I'm Tony Cardasco. We'll see you tomorrow right here. It's Thanksgiving Eve. Have a great Turkey Eve night. For Chris Golick, Tony Cardasco, we'll see you tomorrow right here on Lockdown Golden Knights.